Patrick. What? Uh, we're here. Why are we here? What? Who? What? Well, that was, but that's Jerry. 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 Oh, we recorded a podcast. Oh, and my name is Ambush. Patrick. Ambush? We have an ambush. And together. Why is that? We are. Oh, Welcome to the Geriatric Show. Welcome to our show. Oh, we're recording our memories. You were just telling me about how you used to snort. What was that? The, the coffee sludge? Yeah. Because well, you needed so, to stay up late at night? Yeah. You Did were you do that, that in college? No, I used to do that when I worked at the crane operator. When I was when I was in the crane operator, the few memories I have of it was that it was a hard late night job and the only way I could get through with it was why I had to drink a lot of coffee. But the thing is that the, uh, the place that I worked at, well, it didn't really have a lot of money. So we had to we had to resort to cowboy coffee, you know, where you just pull the grounds in there and then you just have the grounds oh. in there. It's no fancy coffee. I didn't have none of the Starbucks. You stuff. got the no, extra no, no. protein. Exactly. So, well, you know, at the end of that coffee, like you, there's just a little bit of the coffee sludge at the bottom. What I would do is I would take it and I would leave it out in the sun, let it dry out, and then, you know, when it was late at night when I was working those late shifts as a crane operator, I would line it out in front of me and I would just Snort it. I would just snort it. And really, it really well, pepped the step. Really put the pep in the step, let me tell you that. Yeah, yeah. You know, I, I used to do, um, I would take um, coffee ground suppositories. You know, when I had to, when I had to do late shifts at the factory to make a, a couple of extra bucks, you know. I, I, uh, I'd take the, the coffee grounds and I had a, a pill press. I, I'd Whoa. compress them down into a pill shape. Whoa. And then right before work, you know, my morning constitution... You just, you slip it up there. Yeah. It's, it, yeah. you know, the kids do it to, these days with, uh, oh, they do it these days with alcohol. Um, oh, yep. You know, but I did it with coffee. And it works the same way, straight, straight to your heart. Straight to there, straight to the heart. 50,000 volts, straight to your heart. 50,000. Anywho, I think we should probably, yep. we should do a quick little intro, yes. but I think we're getting, I think we're starting yep. to understand this whole podcast thing, so we are... Well, my, my son name left is, me a, a sticky note right oh, here on the monitor. Good, yep. good, good, good. So my name is Jerry. And my name is Patrick. And together, and together we are... We are Jerry Patrick. Nice. Welcome. Nice. I think we said that. Well done, well done. Yeah, I think we did that good. Well, um, Patrick... Have, yeah. We've been we've been chatting about this all last week, but I mean prunes too. Prunes too. Has just stew. been having a time with the arbiter, and I we have to we have to record this for the members. Exactly. We have to make sure that people know about this because this is absolutely insane. We have to document it, and just just to clarify, this is this is not the event of prunes too, but no. in fact our friends too, who yep. happens to really like prunes. Yep. So we yeah, call yeah, him Prune Stu. Exactly. We call him Prune Stu, but his name is Stu. Um, he's exactly. the one that lives in the he, lo- he lives in the bird cage, um, but it's really like a human yeah. cage. But he's, he prefers yeah. bird cage. Yep. Yeah, it's we they got the giant bird cage in the rec room. Yep. And um, yep. you know, yeah, he's got his water there. Yep. They, they give him food sometimes. Did you see the other day that um, that I think uh, one of the residents I don't know the name they went over and like they went to touch the cage. And Stu was in there, and he just went wild. I, he started oh. screaming and shouting. Oh, my yeah. gosh. Yeah, that, that's a classic mistake. You, you can't yeah. put your hands in Stu's cage. He, no. he likes to bite. So, you know, I've, I've made that mistake one too many times. So I would, you know, I'd try to give him an orange slice from, from my oatmeal, but he wouldn't have it, you know? No. Yeah. 
Oh. You know, he's, he's drawn blood a couple of times, which Charlotte wasn't too happy about. They, oh. they kept him covered for the rest of the day, so he would just go to sleep. You know it's been a bad day with Stu when, when his flap's covered, because he has no control over that. They just sometimes are like, all right, Stu, you've been a bad boy today. Whoop, they cover him. Yeah, him yeah. But, you know, sometimes, I, one time I did see him knock it off himself. He, you know, he was oh. tired at the end of the day. It was a long day, you know, we, we had... Yeah. Um, Scrabble at 10 o'clock, and then, and then, um, what was, oh, it was Canasta, Canasta at 2 o'clock after oh. lunch, oh. and then we took a, a short nap, and then we had bingo right after that, and that, you know, Stu just really wiped out after that. Uh, uh, that day was like a one, I think it was probably because the, the night before, the Arbiter was outside, he was making a ruckus with the trees. I, I mean, that night, I remember that night distinctly. He was doing something with the trees. Yeah, didn't you hear like, that? Chains, handling the, the trees. Because that's his job. That's, he's that's not his job. What are you talking about? What the hell are you he's, talking about? He's the arbiter of taxes. Oh, but... That's why they have him around to cut the books, you know. But they have him around to keep the, the trees. No, 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 no. Re running a retirement home is really expensive. So, <gasps> you know, they hire them. They hire them from some... You know, shady black market uh, accountant firm, and yeah, you call him the arbiter of taxes. I, I, I think that you don't understand his job. I have seen the man. Listen, last night I saw him too. I was, I maybe it was like this week. I don't remember exactly the day. I was looking outside as I do, as I was doing, and I look out there and I see the man. He's nicely trimming the trees. That's his job. He sits out there. He was. And he was just cutting the tree branches down. It was really nice. Actually, I, unfortunately, I really he was up on a ladder and he bent over and I saw his ass crack full out. Just oh his my ass gosh! Was, ooh, I'm gonna call him a plumber. Well, you know, uh, I think that's just the, the the construction noises, you know, that have been going on for a few months. They never shut up. This is actually the first quiet moment I've heard right now. But let me tell you this: I saw, I saw the arbiter. And I saw him in his office, his accounting office, and he was there, and it was, it was late at night. I was, what was, oh, I went to the bathroom, and then uh, Mitch, Mitch was out, and he was in between me and the room, so I had to, I had to take the scenic, the scenic way home, um, which goes right by the Arbiter's office, and I swear, I saw him in there, he, he had put um, uh, Bran, he put Bran on the ground, and he had candles, he had five candles lit. And he, was, he was in the middle, and I saw him muttering something. And then he took out, um, he took out that the 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 document thingy, the 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 um. Patrick, you there? Patrick, Patrick. Oh, what? Patrick, you talking about this? I have literally. I you talking about? What was I talking about? Candles being lit in the Arbiter's office. What the hell? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. He, um, he, had, he lit the candles and then he, I saw him. He took out the books. Oh, my God. The books of the, of the thing and he put it in the mill. Why would he, he want he books? A, He's a, a man of trees. And I, I got too scared by then. You know, I heard some clattering in the hall. I didn't, I didn't see what happened with the books, but after his funny dance, but I swear, he's doing some weird things in his office. That's what happens when you get black market accountants. Wow, have you experienced a lot of black market accountants before? Yeah, yeah, well, I actually used to work for a black market uh, accounting firm. That's how I know so much about it. 
Really? I would go around and, and cook the books for various sort of, you know, firms. Some of them shady, some of them not, not so shady. They just, you know, they wanted a few extra bucks. I did it one time for an ice cream parlor. That was pretty good. They paid me an ice cream. Wow, that's an incredible yeah. job. I would do that right now. We should figure it yeah, out. Yeah, I mean, I'd still, I'd still go back. Maybe really? the arbiter can teach us, teach us oh, his ways. Maybe we should. But, yeah, I would love to learn how to fix the trees up more. He's a gr- brilliant at making the trees look good. I mean, you know, the trees yeah, on I his would. property is so good. Trimming hedges is always something that I've wanted to learn. Yeah, you know, they, I, I, they make it like a unicorn or whatever. Well, my favorite, my favorite was when they, uh, that one day, you know, when like, they had, they had the whole company. I think the Arbiter hired them out because they needed more work. They were out there, you know, that big hedge they have in the front that they always do some fun, you know, odd stuff with. You were talking about with the unicorn that one oh, time. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you remember that one time when they, when they just spent like so much, they put a tent around it. They put a whole top around it so we couldn't see what it was. We were left in suspense for like a week and a half. And I swear, I was out there every day sitting there going, what's going on? What are they building out there? And I was predicting and predicting. And they made the most exquisite art piece of, I shit you not, a wallet. A wallet? Incredible. It was this most exquisite wallet. It had had money folds in it. They made they made all of the little... It had money in it. Money. Did yeah, they make giant $100 bills? They did. They did. Oh I gosh. don't know how they did it. It was incredible. And I mean, I I saluted the flag of America right at that moment in time. I thought this is the this is the dream I want to live in right here. I want to live with a wallet living right next to me, made out of tree. Oh my gosh! I don't remember that. I, there was a whole wallet there. I would have stolen that one hundred dollars and taken it to the arbiter, asked them to put it into my bank account. You know, but I remember I, what I do remember of the amazing hedge art sculptures that are made here at, at the retirement home. Do you mm. remember the time where they had, they, they, they spent a lot of time and money on this and they, they brought out this, um, well, you know, you, you put it up, uh, what it, put it up, what um, um, yeah, it's a thing you use to cover another thing, but like, it's really big, but like a sheet, like a, like a, like no, a, no, no, it's, it's got poles. They go in. A tent. They brought out a tent. A tent. Oh. They, they, yep. they, you know, it was out there. And I remember going out there every single day and looking at, like, what they were doing, trying to figure it out, you know. Because, mm. um, oh. you know, it's always good to have a leg up on Bethany. So I like to I like to get ahead of the gossip. Oh. But I was out there, you know, every day looking. And when they unveiled it, you know what it was? What? It was a giant bird cage. Oh. Yeah. They, made it, they made it for stew. Right, oh. because Stu doesn't like to go outside, you know. Oh he usually gets lost when he goes out there. So they made a giant hedge bird cage that they, they could go put Stu into, you know, and, and let him, you know, get out into the sunlight, oh like the pretty God. little flower that he is. That's what that thing is out there. That's what's been out there this whole time. Is this that Stu, yeah. that's a Stu's other bird cage? He has two. He has two. Well, bird no, cages. not anymore. That's that's why Stu is really mad at the arbiter. Oh. Oh, the oh! The I arbiter see. was oh, cutting yeah. costs around the retirement home, and, oh. and the giant hedge bird cage cost too much. You, so yep. we went and told the director, and they they got the gardener oh. or whoever it is to to take it out. You're talking about cutting costs because they had to. They I think that was they turned. Are you talking about when they turned the wallet and then they cut the costs of the wallet into a bird cage? Yes, yes, exactly. Oh, and then, brilliant! Well, you know okay. they they thought that they had, they'd cut enough costs you know, into making it into a birdcage, but, but they didn't, and it cost too much. 
Huh? Oh. Because, you know, Stu, Stu got very excited outside, so it, it was a lot of maintenance to, to keep going. I think the man garners his energy from sunlight. The man just gets incredibly, he, he just gets powerful when he's out there. It's scary. Yeah, yeah, so they had to bring him back inside, and the Arbiter was like, it's a no-go, it's too expensive. I've looked at the books, and I've cooked the books, and it's not going to work out. Why does, has the Arbiter ever had like a meeting with us? Like, have we? Why have we never had like a group meeting I've about the finances? I've only ever seen him through the window of his office. It would oh. be good to meet with him about the finances, you know. Yeah, I would love to know about I feel what's like, going on. You know, a lot of my money goes missing. I, I don't yeah. know if Charlotte's taking it or. Well, if you've you taken know, it because you took that ten dollar bill of mine. Right, I, I did take that ten ten dollar oh. bill from you. I, uh, it was to cover, <laughs> you know. I, I had to get to the bathroom that night, and I needed to, to pay off Mitch, so he oh, wouldn't stalk me to the bathroom. Oh, that was that whole, weird eyes. That was that whole week where he just he was like acting like a troll, and he just sat there out in the hallway, and you had to pay him money to get past. I remember that. that yeah, was a bad yeah. Time. yeah. He figured out that his eyes looked really weird that night, so he, oh. he was definitely taking advantage of that. You know, like when you shine a light at a cat, oh, he, was, oh. he was shining and shimmering out in the darkness. I think I think we're watching Mitch become a little self-aware, and it's scary. The man's the man's starting to know his power. Oh, He's really somebody needs to, to hit him over the head or something, make him forget yeah. a little bit. Yeah, you know, I won't. Do you remember that one time when, like, when he first was getting here, and we were just getting introduced to Mitch? And I think it was also I think. Remind me, did do you think Stu did Stu and Mitch arrive at around the same time? I think that they were like Stu and of, Mitch. They, um, no, 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 Stu, Stu has been here for as long as I can oh, remember. I okay, okay, I'm surprised okay. he hasn't died yet in that birdcage, but he just sticks around, you know. He's incredibly old. Um, yep. And then Mitch, uh, I, I can't remember when Mitch got here, but... He just showed you know, up one maybe day. Maybe it was a few years ago. Or, yeah. Yeah, oh. maybe he just showed up one day. Nobody really I, knows. I, well, I remember a specific story. I remember, like, when he first got here. Prune Stu, when he has to go to the bathroom, we have to like clear out the hallway. He doesn't want to talk to anyone. He doesn't want to touch anyone. When he's in his birdcage, he has to has to have this just straight shot to the bathroom. Mitch didn't know that in the beginning, and I was I was listening. I was I was hearing because I was like, oh, there's this new person. Why is he living in the hallway? I was keeping tabs. You know, I was like, I was trying to be the Bethany of the group. I was trying to get the gossip. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And um, and I was just listening, and I could I could hear something. And I was like, okay, I'm gonna take a little peek out. And I took a peek out, and I saw Mitch the moment. Stu left his birdcage. Mitch booked it. I've never seen an old man run faster. His his walker was holding. He was moving. Oh my he gosh. was moving. And he locked himself into the cage of Stu's. He was in there. Oh, I mean, no, no, no. I don't know why he would do that. That was a bad time. I Stu was out there, and I've never seen the man yell louder in my life. I think I, I think he woke half the, the state of Ohio up. I mean, I, that man just I was... That stressed it was a horrible, me out. Blood-curdling, bone-chilling, skull-rattling screech that oh. echoed for forty days and forty nights. It was that epic, you know. Oh. Um, I remember that. That's that's when they were keeping Stu's cage in the hall, and Stu yep. and Mitch were were really going at it because you know it was like a contested territory. You know how Mitch gets like you know he's he's like a dog. And so really is you know they, they had to keep him away from Stu. So they moved Stu into the rec room. That's yep. when they moved him there. And also gave him a little straight shot to the bathroom. Yep. 
they don't like uh, they, they tried to move Mitch, but Mitch kind of has really established his territory in the hallway. I don't think we're see his moving anytime soon. No, I think. Well, they, they would try and move Mitch, but Mitch would just go back. You know, yep. he uh, he's he's very so, nomadic around the retirement home. Sometimes he just posts up in in um, Charlotte's office, and she she doesn't like it. She Ooh. gets very mad when Mitch nope. goes into her office, but he doesn't care. I think I think the. I think Mitch and the Arbiter are good friends, actually. I've seen them chatting for a while when they're out, you know, when Mitch you gets have? his outside time. Yeah, I've seen him outside. Sometimes I look out my window, and I don't know what they're talking about, but I see Mitch and the Arbiter, they're talking back and oh forth, and occasionally they're talking about taxes or something. But we're talking about trees. I don't know. I still don't understand what you're coming with this taxes thing. What did you say? Right? Taxes? What? Yeah, taxes? Oh my god, yeah, is it tax taxes. season already? Is it tax season? Oh, Jesus, I haven't done my taxes. Yeah, already. I know. you got to go talk to the Arbiter. Get it all sorted out. To the, who, why would I talk to Albert? What is he going to tell me? Because he does taxes. What? He's the black market accountant. He's the black market accountant? Since when? Yeah. He, he, got, he comes in and he, he, he uh, you know, does, he arbiters, um, you know, he, he arbiters everybody. Wow. Okay, I'll keep that in mind. I'll, I'll, I'll make a note on that. You know, there's a lot of people yeah. out here you got to keep track of sometimes. Yeah. Oh you know, goodness. I got arbitered in the, uh, in the 60s. The IRS came after me because, as a black market accountant, I hadn't paid taxes for, um, oh geez, how long was that? Uh, 25 years or something like that, I, I don't know, I can't remember, but the IRS came and they arbitrated me and it was They actually, well, they, actually, they invented the IRS because of you. I remember that there was a big news story out about it because this man had been evading taxes and they realized that they needed a right. system to keep track of whether or not people had paid taxes or not, and so they were like, well, we got this guy in the pantry. He's been not paying taxes. I think we got to make a department for that. No? Yeah, yeah. There's, no. there's a whole division of the IRS. It's the um, IRS FBI that, uh, no. that was purely dedicated just for me. No, I, th I think yeah. they had a P in there somewhere, but they like didn't want to. It was like the the PF the P, the something you know they like pantry. Oh no, no, yeah, you're right. No, the FBI. The FBI. Yes, yes, yes. IRS FBI. The Federal Patrick Investigation. That was a big deal yeah. for a while. You were the center yeah, of a little attention. Well, I was, I know. It was, it was pretty terrible. It's a good thing that a lot of people sort of forgot about it. Yeah, well, and instead, yeah. I could just go to the Arbiter and ask him to Arbit for me. Yeah, I guess so. I mean, Arbit really took a lot of slack off your back for that. Yeah. should thank him. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I should thank him. He does a lot around here. He you know. does a lot. Trims trees, apparently does taxes. Yeah. Uh, Wait, he trims trees. Yeah, I, 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 I see him out there every day. He's trimming trees. He's a great man. A great wow. man. Yeah, he's got. I wonder what he does with all those trimmings. Maybe he makes paper or something. That'd be pretty good. I mean, well, yeah, I think I think every once in a while, like every month or so, he does that big burning outside. Like there's that. Sometimes you know when there's like a good clear day, you can see that field off in the distance because we both face the same oh, way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you see that big like plume of smoke that happens every. And, and you hear like it's chanting a big black and stuff. Plume of smoke. Yeah. Oh yeah, there's a lot of chanting that comes yeah. from over there. Sometimes you can even see the, the tips of the fire coming over yeah. the trees. Yeah. If, it's if it's especially Raji day. No, yeah. I don't, I I feel kind of bad, you know. What a what a waste of wood. I I, I used know. to work in a paper mill, so really, you know. Yeah, yeah. We would just we'd grind up a lot of wood. Um, you know, I used to work there, you know, with my good friend. What was his name? Oh yes, Pete. Pete. Yeah, oh. I used to work there with Pete. Pete. Wow. Uh, paper Pete. mill Pete. Paper yeah, mill Pete. We used to make. Wow. Yeah. 
It was really tragic what happened to him. That was really tragic. I remember that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah he got yeah. sucked into the the paper presser. Well, got they got the paper peep. Actually, but I think before that they didn't call it paper because I think before that it was called like a like a like a like yeah, paper it wasn't like or sheets or anything. It sheets, was, it but, no, but no, the, it wasn't sheets. They they changed it to sheets. Well, wasn't it like uh, paper no, it was or like, a, like caper? It was, it was or like a, a nugget of paper or something like that. Yes, yeah, no, the, it, it was. It was a nugget of paper. I remember a because nugget of paper. Wow, that's yeah. a wild thing. Yeah. and then Pete, and then Pete, Pete got turned into a nugget. I remember. That's mm-hmm. that's what they said. Wow, he oh, got wow. turned into a nugget of paper. It was really tragic. That's we such an unfortunate time. But that that was also when we came up with um, colored construction paper. You know, because it came out in this this red sheet. And. The, Wow, I, and I think his clothes got in there too, and there was like a little bit of yellow and like some green. I yeah, yeah, it was it was a little speckled and weird at first, but you know, with with some refinement, you know, we yeah. we just we managed to pull out. We were like, what if we just put dye in the paper? And wow, then, you know, we just pressed yeah, it a couple of extra times, and yeah, I yeah. Wow, I didn't realize that you were the one that invented color. Paper. It wasn't me. It was it was oh me. Okay, Pete the you, were part, you were there. You were there when that revolutionary I, uh, thing. Yeah, I, I, I didn't. Let me tell you. After that incident, I didn't write on a white piece of paper for decades. I loved colored paper. It just oh. excites my mind. Excites it my everywhere. energies. That's why I, I refuse to use nothing but post-it notes nowadays. So hopefully, you can stick them everywhere. They're colorful. Yo. my son. My son wrote to me to remember to do the intro on a uh, on a big bright red sticky note. Because um, I told him the beat story, so he knew. You knew oh. that I would pay attention to the red. Oh, I'll keep that in mind. You're like a bull. You're like a bull in a bullfight. Yeah. You pay attention to the red. Exactly. Yeah. Well, that's good to they know. pay attention to the red. Mind. The reds too. You know. No. Nope. You gotta make sure. You gotta make sure. Well, well. Yeah. That's certainly good. Did we do the intro? Did we do that? Did we? Did we do the intro? I can't remember. Well, the note says it, so we probably haven't done it. Wait, okay, yeah, um, let me check. I think I know how to check this here. To my, I, wait, yeah. wait, I have a sticky note. Oh, the, sticky, the sticky note says... I think my computer it, turned off or something. If you, the sticky note says that if you see the numbers are big numbers, that above the numbers, you can... I don't know how to read this. What are you saying about numbers? Numbers in the... the, the Rick, numbers? In the, the numbers in the pictures about go the up, and the, and the pictures in the numbers go up, then you know that the thing is happening with the stuff, and you know when the papers are going, you know that the recording happened, and... Oh, Patrick, I think that the you recording know, is I happening. I used to rig numbers. What? What? Bye-bye, and thank you for listening to our show.